thousand people in an iron box. Eighteen years I've hated the train. Eighteen years I've waited for this moment. This is the world. The train saved humanity. The engine lasts forever. The population must always be kept in balance. I said sit down. Passengers, eternal order. Flow from the sacred engines. We must occupy our preordained position. Hey guys, welcome back to the Baptist Podcast. I'm Travis. Above me is Michael. To my side is Roy. Then up top above him is our special guest, Steve, from the... Sweet Child of Time pod. Yep. That's it. Hello. I like that name. And on the Sweet Child of Time, you guys review TV shows. And you guys are reviewing four different shows right now? Uh, well, we don't actually review. We, oh, uh, I mean recap. Recap, yeah, and, sorry. Yeah, scene by scene recap, deep dive, and only shows we like. So, so far we've done season one of Wheel of Time, season one of 1899. Uh, we're doing season one of Dark currently. We'll keep doing Dark like every week. But that gives us 30 weeks right there. Holy but cow. once Wheel of Time season two drops, then we got that. And I'll probably do something weekly when I run out of Dark I'll move on to something else. I've done stuff like Time Bandits and the movie Time After Time. We've done uh, Ninja um, Ninja Steel, Power Rangers Ninja Steel, just for the hell of it. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> you know, we only do stuff we want to do and just have fun. Yeah, I uh, listened to a couple episodes of The Dark, and uh, that's what, uh, when I got introduced to your podcast, it's the first ones I listened to is The Dark Ones. And uh, it, it's you and your co-host? That's right. That's um. I have a different co-host for each show I do. Oh, so okay. um, with Dark, I've got Lindsay Dunn, and um, she's actually the brains behind this whole thing. Um, her mm. podcast and her like website and YouTube series is called One of My Stories. It's like n- the number one of my stories dot com, and she already has all the Dark recaps like written out that she has done. She's already reviewed them all. She does like movie reviews. She like oh, okay. she reviews movies. She's already seen Guardians of the Galaxy three and already reviewed it and all really? that. Really, oh, so, that's awesome. So she's a great co-host to have. It's like a no-brainer. So I just come on and talk to her basically. Yeah, that was <laughs> um, You guys had a real good dynamic, and you guys both sound great. So I was like, holy, it, wow. <laughs> that's we're the real deal, baby. Yeah, real deal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I listen to y'all's show too. I listened. Um, to it was just yesterday's episode as a matter of fact uh parasite oh nice. um and yes that i wanted to check that out to check you guys out as well and yeah that was a cool movie to uh to review at least two of y'all thought it was cool one <laughs> of y'all didn't think like, it was quite so cool <laughs> i like most there's some of it about half the first part was boring but yeah i picked it I mean, specifically it, it, for him to like and i like the end okay oh <laughs> like like once it got interesting it was cool but the first mm. part was rough yeah I, I feel like that's why we kind of started this to get each other to watch movies we none of us have seen or like mm-hmm. yeah because he's not a big foreign guy so we're like all right let's pick foreign movies for him <laughs> see if you like like them and but yeah so far i mean we're at 12 episodes in i think every mm-hmm. episode we're getting a little bit better and better and i think uh yeah. this uh like guest sharing is going to help us a lot uh, get better yeah it's great um that's actually how i started um 
you were saying you wanted to show you know movies to your friend that's exactly how i started mine it's called sweet child of time because it's a it was initially about the show wheel of time uh, and my friend james my who's a, yeah my friend james who's um runs his own podcast he runs multiple podcasts marshland media network um he's a rapper in marshland monster so i got him to watch wheel of time with me and we recapped it scene by scene and so he was the sweet child that didn't know anything about wheel of time mm. So like, but then after we finished that, it was like, oh, well, I guess I'm stuck with this name since I have, like, <laughs> since I've already, like, it's going on here and it seems to be going well. So I well, stuck with the name just for the hell of it. That answers one of my questions that I had for you. I was going to ask you how you got the name. There so, you well, go. <laughs> I have Question down. There you Check. go. <laughs> uh, did you guys want to ask him any more questions? Yeah. Well, me you talked for a second before these guys dropped them down. He said you've been doing this for about two years. Was it because of the pandemic? You were bored and pretty mm-hmm. much wanted, and, and, you, and wanted to show your buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I um, originally started listening to this podcast called Grift Horse um, and another f- James, the Marshland Monster. He was also a listener of Grift Horse. We were both fans. So we would both write in letters and on the Discord, we, you know, struck up a friendship. He taught me how to get, you know, get my stuff published, get my music on Spotify. So I just kind of followed suit with him. And then since he was a podcaster, he invited me on his podcast to promote my music. And I had such a good time, like on his podcast, I was like, I'm all set up here to do podcasts. So I'm going to do it. Hey. So that's how it started. <laughs> that's cool. And once you get started, it kind of gets easier and easier to start new yeah. ones or yeah, start to talk to strangers. It helps a lot. Sorry, that's true. Yeah, talking to different people is great. What would you say is the hardest part about running a podcast? Um, I guess finding an audience. I mean, it's really hard to do that. It's it's cliche to say, but it's true. It's really hard to find an audience. And I found the best way to do that is um not to try to advertise that I have a podcast out there, <laughs> but to try to find um, people who are fans of the particular show that I'm um, recapping. So right oh. now at Dark, I'm on the Dark subreddit. I'm on the Dark Ways subreddit, the 1899 subreddit, you know, anything I do on Instagram, I hashtag Dark and Dark Ways. Mm. So, you know, that's what I would say to anybody podcasting. If you're podcasting about insects, go to like, you know, <laughs> r slash insects you know you don't go to r slash podcasts to promote your podcast um in general so that's hard it's hard though it's really hard to get people to follow and come back yeah i think getting people to come back is a hard part because people will check you out and but yeah yeah sometimes they already have a list of podcasts they're already listening to and uh i mean they might follow but they might not listen to the so it's exactly Yeah, like with our podcast, we have certain movies that get way more uh, traction than other movies sure. that we pick. And it's just like, well, your episode sucks. You're picking. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had anybody say that yet, but I mean, uh, the numbers don't lie, I guess. Yeah. We also have like a ton of friends between the three of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, yes, we're going to get so many people to like follow us. And that's not the case at all. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, thanks, guys. I guess another thing I should mention that's tough about podcasting, which you guys know, is the preparation for it. Like, Uh usually um, me and Lindsay talk for two hours. 
Like last night, we talked for two hours for our podcast. But before that, I watched Dark three times and I took notes. And every time I would think about it, I would grab my phone and start looking at stuff. And, you know, I probably put in about four to five hours of research for that two hour talk we had. Here in this case, I, I watched a movie that was a two hours and six minute movie. <laughs> yeah. I didn't choose well. I don't like long movies. And this one hit the two hour mark. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I watched it one and a half times and took notes. So that's something that you have to consider for a podcast is you got to put in time ahead of time. You can't just hit record. I mean, people do that. They just turn the mic on and hit record and start talking. But you really should do some prep work. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then oh, man. to fit in that prep work, you know, isn't, isn't easy when you have, you know, like you said, you're a, job. a dad and a job and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's got to get general. done. Yeah. yeah, but it's fun in the end. Like I love doing this with my friends. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, it just gives me a reason to hang out with these guys and uh, get to meet new people. It's awesome, and watch movies I've never seen before. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I can I, I yeah, gripe a lot about having to watch these Japanese and Korean movies, but <laughs> I've never seen them before, and it's still cool to. Now I have watched them. Yeah, and then especially this, uh, the director of this movie was a director of the last movie we watched, so you get to see like his kind of uh, traditional, I guess, since he's doing Korean, like full Korean production, and now he's like kind of working with American production and American actors in this movie. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim America. was in there too. Yeah, he's the he's the drug addict. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Didn't and I saw this movie was like 65% English, which means it was 35% another language. So that's kind of cool that that's how the dialogue worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. They have like the little translator robot. It's like Google Translate. Love that. Future. But yep. at some points they show what it's translating. And then towards the end, you kind of get the gist like, oh, they're translating yes. through this machine. And then it just disappears completely. I kind of like I I do like that though they they like showed like okay this is how we're communicating, but they they don't make it uh, like uh, a whole thing where they have to show it every time they're communicating. It's like okay this is how we're communicating, and then you'll get it the rest of the movie. So they don't yeah. have to Smart. bust it out every time. And they probably lost the prop, and, the <laughs> <laughs> and they're like just just they'll get it. They'll understand. Yeah, it, hopefully. Yeah. And this was actually Bong Joon Ho's first uh, English movie. Damn. Oh, smashing job then, Bong! Hell yeah! Because yeah. <laughs> he he yeah. for Korean movies, he makes so many good Korean movies. Uh, some of my like three of my fa all time favorite movies are his Korean movies. But then I watched this. Uh, I think when it like a year after it came out. And I didn't know he was the director, but the my first time. This is my second time watching, but my first time watching, I I loved it just as much. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. This is my first time finishing it. I started <laughs> a long time ago with my mom, and then I I don't remember the ending at all. So then I watched the ending. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was it, huh? I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know. It was cool. I like the concept of it, though. Yeah, and for people who haven't seen it, it's it's like a hierarchy of... So the world freezes over, 
and everybody is in this train and the train from front to back each cart kind of moves up in in the world uh, so when you're in the back of the train you get in scraps of the scraps and when you're in the in the, in the front you're you know eating steaks well quote unquote steaks it could be people, uh, people. I'll go ahead Travis and according to the director the train is supposed to be 10 miles long holy cow Okay, I was wondering about that when they were going on their switchbacks and like how long it was taking them yeah. to pass each other. I was like, that's on a pretty long ways here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten miles, eh? That's yeah, that's, that's what he said. It's a remarkable feat there, Mr. Yeah, w. It is. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, good thing they called it the uh, Eternal Engine because you think of the engine that could pull ten mile a train. It's got to be the internal engine. Yeah. Wild. We believe the um <laughs> the writers, <laughs> yeah. But then it's a um, uh, what uh, uh what's his, his name? The Chris. There's a lot of Chris's. Chris Evans. Chris. But Evans. also, we should Evans. tell people that the name of the movie is Snowpiercer. We, <laughs> we never that. said that. <laughs> we just completely missed that. Oops. And I su- I suggested this movie. I should say that too. Yeah. Because I've never was, I've never was... seen it. Uh, oh, really? I've always heard how good it was, and I remember seeing the trailers in the theater sometime in 2012, maybe 2013. So I remember seeing a trailer for this in the theater and thinking it was a cool con, but you know, it was just another trailer. Um, never saw it, and I've always heard good things about it. And so here we are now. I finally got to see it, and with you guys. Yeah, thank you yeah, for picking such a good movie, too. Yeah, great choice, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, saving the title for the end, though, you know, as a, the climax. The movie is oh, called... Shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let people piece it together, and at the end, you tell them what it is. The, fir- <laughs> the first thing that come to my mind when I watch this movie is The Hunger Games, but in a train. Yeah, yeah so we, we like, said that, that, too, watching it. Hunger yeah? Games. That's funny. Yep. When and, it comes to the plot, I think it's more like... Speed meets Highlander <laughs> 2 because it's the exact same plots just mashed together. <laughs> oh man, Speed Highlander. Is... <laughs> You're saying Highlander? I'm like, yes, yeah, Speed. Yeah, I like Speed. <laughs> yeah, Speed was awesome. Highlander. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with it, but it's like the exact same concept except of Highlander 2, except you put it on a train that cannot stop, and it's basically those two things smashed together. Yeah. I think it's great. I give it a pass. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, the first, another thing that I saw at the beginning of the movie, they're all like, eating these protein bars, the gelatin <laughs> right. breaks. Oh, yeah. And I remember, like, I saw it, and I was like, I want to try that. <laughs> that looks <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> it looked like, you know, jello, And that was like, it's just like everything you need, uh, yes. substance, and you just, like, eat it, and you're, like, good. And I'm like... I wish I had those. It's like the Elvish bread yeah. from Lord of the Rings. Oh, just yeah, there you everything go. you need just in that little, just a little piece of it. Yeah, and then they, you find out it's made out of bugs. Yeah, just thousands just, of crickets which ground is up, tons of protein. True. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a normal thing to do. I mean, lobster. You could say lobsters and crabs are kind of like in that same yeah. category as roaches. So <laughs> why not? I. What uh, if you don't eat the shell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's a uh, small off-topic story. Is uh, I had advanced biology class, and to 
get extra credit in that our teacher was offering if you could eat a worm you get extra credit and it was like five points (laughs) and i needed like 25 points to pass (laughs) so i just uh asked her if i can eat multiple worms can do each worm (laughs) and she's like no that don't work and i was like what if i do it in like other every like tour me around to other classes i'll eat in front of other classes (laughs) and she's like okay so i ended up eating like six worms that day and got a passing grade Wow! I did the same thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> we we I was, went to I was failing science, and the teacher he let me eat five worms for twenty five <laughs> extra credit. Work. It was a, a dude teacher. Um. It was five worms for twenty five points, and I tried it with ranch and fry sauce. Oh jeez! Yeah. That, that would like made it worse. Ranch FYI, was make it worse. On. Yeah, I just, just, I just eat the worm by itself. I just say mine wrong. It's a lot. Slurped it yeah. down. You know who also did that? We know him. Yeah, ben. he was with me when he did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my friend That's did funny. it next to me because we had the same class. But he chewed all his worms, and every oh, time oh. he chewed it, he would gag. And I was like, uh-huh. just like I'm just swallowing it whole. Just <laughs> doing like like you don't see me gagging. But every single class we went to, he ate, he chewed it, and was like. Rawr. <laughs> like trying his hardest and I'm just like I don't know why he keeps chewing it <laughs> I don't know but we, you guys would both, ha- we both passed y'all would have no issue on this train whatsoever you're like hand me more of those bars I love this yeah. shit <laughs> like the guy that, yeah. the guy that cooks them he's like he's like you know what these are made of huh he's like I eat them like you have to <laughs> like, he didn't like, yeah <laughs> man that, yeah. that guy just lost his mind in there, though. Yeah, yeah, he did. It's an isolation. But and then, it, so the the movie, they're trying to take over the train and uh, do a revolt. And there was three, two pass revolts, right? Of yeah, there's two That's pass revolts, thing, and yeah. he was a, he was a third revolt. Uh, Curtis, because there was a, I forgot the name of the first revolt. And then seven, the, the seven it was dude. it was a revolt revolt of the seven. Revolt of the seven. Let's show you a fun fact for you. So yeah. did you see that part where he's explaining to his daughter who that Inuit mm-hmm. woman is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh that's her mom is the leader. Um, I had a feeling. Oh, okay. Gee, that kind of a little bit sense. of lore for this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where did you yeah. learn that? Like in the uh, the TV show or the novel or what? I have never seen the TV show. And the not in the graphic novel that don't follow it. I just was on Google for hours last night. <laughs> and okay. uh, Bong Joon Ho, he he said that's what it the it's implied, which okay. is the truth of it. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember the first rebellion, but I do know like the whole reason this happens is because the the government released some kind of anti global warming chemical called cw7 mm-hmm. and mm. so like they put too much of it out there and so the world froze to death instead except for these folks on the train they get to ride for ever <laughs> they've been riding for 17 years at this point yeah and then uh that they said that the guy what uh the lead the guy that made the train sorry i'm blanking on his name Wilford? Wilford. Wilford. Wilford, yeah. Mr. Wilford. Mr. Wilford, yeah. He knew something was up before, so he had this train over-designed because everybody was saying, like, it's 
little overkill on it, and it and the train goes around the world uh, once a year, and it it goes yeah literally around the world, U.S. He's like, what's up? Said he's like the Elon Musk of this. World. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the new year because I also found if you start watching that movie at eleven thirteen and fifty oh, wow. seconds p.m. on December thirty okay. first. You will celebrate New Year's with those guys. <laughs> that, oh, that's rad. That is I cool. like that. It's interesting. They're in that, that disco ball, like, yeah, when they're not partying. When they're, when they're, it's, it's when they're fighting the dudes in the mask with the fish. Oh, and they start saying five, four. Mm-hmm. So it they're actually, celebrate, they oh, yeah, stop. They were there. Okay, yeah. They stopped oh, to celebrate New Year real quick. So it actually <laughs> lines up with the real New Year. Mm-hmm. That, okay. That's I cool. Ne- I didn't understand the whole fish thing. I had to look that up myself. I did, I did research it. Did you guys? Oh no, yeah. I didn't. I, the random fish in that cart that they had. Yeah, they yeah. It was just like, an, yeah, and they they supposedly put the blood on the axes to make it more poisonous, so like it's a more painful death or a slower death. Oh, that's apparently. what I figured too. Yeah, but I I found something else about that scene. But you can finish what you're saying, and I'll go to mine. No, that that was the long and short of it. I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you got to say. So that scene, the infamous Harvey Weinstein uh, was in charge back then of the. This, this was made I, I by the, Wein- the beginning, yeah. the Weinstein Productions or whatever it was called. Yep. He wanted to ixnay that whole scene because it wasn't graphic enough for him. Mm. And so uh, the Bring producer, Jun Ho, lied to him and said, "Hey man, my father was a fisherman, so this is my." Uh, <laughs> dedication to him so i'm not gonna take it out and he's like oh i'm sorry yeah. dude. I, i'm sorry dude i didn't know and so we can go ahead and keep it and then he ends up telling him like after press he's like no nah, i just lied to that guy yeah i'm full of <laughs> shit <Wow. laughs> that's smart i'm though. glad he did so we could get that awesome visual because that was an intense visual seeing like what looked to me like the gimp like yeah. holding this fish and then like smearing the blood on it and it's like what is he doing and then you get the comedy a couple minutes later of like somebody slipping up on that fish right <laughs> yeah oh he's, I mean, he's like kicking ass and then like just whoop slips on the fish <laughs> a wally coyote or whatever yeah I like <laughs> but yeah up until that they're doing pretty good they get through the gates uh they uh discover the bugs are made the bar or made of the bars and then they get and then the oh the daughter of the the korean guy uh, well, the Korean guy—he—he's the one that uh, engineered the trains, the the doors of the trains. His name is—I uh, I didn't write down his name in the movie, but his real name is Song Kang Ho. Yeah, and he's—they called he, him Nam. Oh, Nam. Yeah. Kept... Oh, I did write that down actually. No. Yeah, it's Nam Goom. Yeah, Nam. His name. Nam Goom is—he—he like engineers all the doors, so they use him to uh, get through the doors. But they want two, like. I don't know. It's a chrono. Chrono. It's their drug. It's like a highly flammable drug. They just sniff. It's a uh, waste. Yeah, it's, it's just like toxic um, waste from the engine. But it makes them no, hallucinate I, though when I they sniff it. Was, it. Yeah, makes them hallucinate. I thought it was um, literal waste from like people, and <laughs> that's was, why that guy stinks so bad. You thought it was Jankum? It's like toxic waste. Jankum? Toxic waste. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like Jankum. I thought that's what it was. No, no, it, it's it's from the engine. <laughs> Well, okay, so, like, he goes and he grabs all the chronol that he can from that one dude, and he's like, oh, 
like he's like oh you stink and that's what made me think like oh this dude's just collecting everyone's shit <laughs> some bright green shit yeah yeah we eating those protein well, that bars also very dark and gritty it's like um if you have any sort of glare you're not going to be able to see anything so i, I yeah watched it. it was it was dark speaking of dark yeah. i got another tidbit oh goodness okay. uh so in that fight scene when they're fighting with the torches yeah mm-hmm. uh, oh, that... according to them they use zero lighting other than the flame from the torches to light that scene oh nice. that's neat impressive too Mm-hmm. It was a good-looking scene, actually. More bright than the rest of the scenes, as you were <laughs> yeah. saying. With jets fire, that's cool. But, yeah, right? Yeah, that's one of the... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's one of the things that Wilford congratulates Curtis on. He's like, calls it, like, the Battle of the Flames. And oh, it, yeah. like, mm-hmm. makes it, like, this epic moment. So I guess, like, when you rewatch it, like, you, you have reverence for it. Yeah, and I guess that wasn't part of their plan. They... Right, improvised. Yeah, they improvised and got through and got farther than they were supposed to. I guess we'll cover that later, uh, the twist. But yeah, they they're getting through before they get through that door. The girls, she's like, he's like, are you clairvoyant? Because she's trying to figure out. She's she's like, oh, you know, open the door, open the door, and she tells him not to open that door. And they open it, mm-hmm. and you see all the, you see yeah that gimp with the fish and. But that 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 battle scene was pretty cool. It was. I got another tidbit for you about that girl. Let's hear it. <laughs> so, according to the producers, because she was born on the train, she has superhuman hearing, and that's why she can tell what's on the other side of the door. Oh. Neat. That's not okay. nearly as cool. What, no. What, <laughs> you just wish she had powers. Well, okay. So on a train, trains are loud as fuck. Yeah, but she has so, superhuman hearing, not just regular hearing. She's like, yeah, she's more used to like super sensitive vibrations, so she can like kind of feel her way through them, kind of. Like, uh, like what's yes. her face from the Last Airbender? Uh, tough. Oh, tough. Yeah, tough. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought the fight scene was was you know it it is what it is. I'm not really much into action. I thought the scene before this was like what I really dug was them breaking Nam and his daughter out of prison i thought that was really cool the concept of prison they had yeah it was super cool that he was his daughter was right next to him and it was triply super cool that he had like the world's last two cigarettes (laughs) and the world's last like four matches or something like that which Mm -hmm. really came into play later on both all all came into play so i was really more into that scene where like he smokes a cigarette and everybody's all in. You know, like me and my wife were like cracking up at that scene. Everybody was like, "Oh hell yeah, he's got a cigarette!" He throws <laughs> it and they all scram after it. So yeah. I really dug that scene a lot—the breakout of Nam. Yeah, when Nam was cool. when Nam flicked that cigarette and they just swarm it because everybody wants, you know, all the old people that had, you know, outer train experience, they knew what that cigarette brought. So they, it was <laughs> yeah. gold. When he lights it and they're all like, you know, trying to yes. inhale it, you know. Yes. I thought that was funny. I would have been the complete opposite. I'm glad cigarettes are no. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck Dude. is that thing? My man, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no smoking inside. <laughs> what are you guys doing? That? <laughs> Not the 80s anymore. Jesus. I know. What the hell? <laughs> but yeah, that scene, the breaking out of the jail scene was, was awesome. And then, yeah, and then they... Uh, then you learn about Chrono, their their drug and stuff, and 
My wife was calling that cornhole the whole time, <laughs> which I thought was a better name. Yeah, yeah that is great. I do love cornhole, cornhole though. Cornhole, please. Cornhole, please. <laughs> but yeah, they're bra- breaking through. Uh, after the fight scene, they they just keep breaking through, breaking through. Um, well, oh, they no. take her hostage. Yeah, they take one of the richers hostage. Mason. Uh, Mason. My my favorite character of the whole movie. I love yeah, her so Swinton. much in this. This this character was great. It was totally like a uh, what we were saying before, the Austin. movie we were comparing it to. Oh, Parasite. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, um, yeah, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Speed and Highlander. Oh, yeah, no, Hunger Games. yeah, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah, totally she... Hunger Games character. She was so funny and over the top. Yeah, she, she won the movie that... for me. When she died, I was like, I don't know if I want to keep watching this movie if she's dead. I don't know if I want to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I was happy she died. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I I can't stand those characters so much. They're just like okay, uh, they're like a, a antagonist, and they're always like, I didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't me, you know. Like, oh, it bugs me so much. But it, you know, like they're just like they're selfish people i don't know that character it's a great character but i highly disliked her yeah <laughs> and, she was uh, she was a great character because she, she has to keep the face for every single uh train mm-hmm. like she's in and she does a great job because she knows what's going on in the front and the back and you know when yep. she they you, they get to the kid uh section she's you know for the kids you know she puts a little towel over her arms and and yeah i, I like that character too because no matter what, she's keeping the face and kind of playing both sides if you do the movie until she has to. In a real shifty way, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, another thing that I laughed about that is, like, they gave her big-time Austin Powers teeth. Oh, yes. yeah, dude. <laughs> she looks like so Midas teeth. Do you guys know who Tilda Swinton is? Yeah. You know, the, the, ancient, the ancient one from Doctor Strange and other movies that I can't think of but that's her and she had to be in the, the prosthetic chair for over two hours oh just okay. for her they, they put that much that put that much work into her because hmm. it doesn't look like her no it doesn't no, not at all I think she takes her teeth out she takes her teeth out at one point in this right yeah like those teeth are not like actually real to her character either and I don't know I, I, I love these shifty characters that are unlikable because she was not likable by any means at all. Yeah. yeah, I hated her. She sucked, but she also <laughs> like entertained me the most, is what I should oh, say. That <laughs> yeah, that part where uh, they catch one of the guys hostage and he's like, he's like, surrender. They're gonna kill me. And she's like, ah, oh, sorry. And yeah, then yeah. just lets him get killed. But when she gets captured, she's like, okay, surrender. <laughs> like, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, it's great. Like, whatever. But when it but when it's her, she's like, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I guess move it, we could move on to the kids' car because that was where a lot of like the plot moved forward, where they taught yeah. us like about the world and like why the yeah. train is the way it was. And I kind of like this this trick that movie doers that movie uh, makers do, where they take a children's approach to explaining a complicated plot to you. I was on board with it. I liked it a lot. I was too. Just cause... like the kids. I was cheering along and singing too. <laughs> yeah, and they, you know they don't know any better. They, you could tell they're all like kind of. It's creepy too because all the kids are like kind of brainwashed. They're doing the little like, uh, yeah, live forever. Yeah, they're dabbing. Yeah, they're a little dabbing <laughs> with the. Uh, 
And but yeah, they play the video for the kids, and then they do the little quizzes too. Can you tell us why you know this is here? It's gonna be on your quiz, and yeah, it helps you understand. Hmm. You're like, oh, okay. But yeah, that, yeah, they're just brought up, you know, learning what they are told. You know, they don't know any better. They're born on the train. They only, I think they like look at a what was his name again? The conductor. The yeah, he's God. Yeah, Wilford. he's basically God. Wilford's God. Or no, he's Jesus, the train's God. Oh, that's what. Hey, there you go. Right on. (laughs) Yeah, because this is where we... Go Go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, this is like where also we learn in the same classroom. Like they... uh, Curtis and his crew like assumes that there's no more bullets anywhere. And they're Mm -hmm. going on that assumption. And that takes them a long way, actually, into the train. Um, but when they get here is when the big reveal is, oh, no, we have bullets. And so that's when they start um, shooting and they start telling us about, like, the popu- the depopulation, I guess is what you call this, where they're going to wipe out 74% of the population as per the harmony and the ecosystem of the train desires or whatever. <laughs> when they mentioned that, I my first thought was like, okay, so who are they sending to the back? You know, um are they just going to let the back of the train repopulate or oh, you're talking about who like deserves to be back there and yeah. Cause they're going to more people are going to be born. And then it seems like there was a bunch of kids in front. The teacher was pregnant, right? You know? So it's like, yeah. okay, once she has her kid and the population starts going up, are they going to send hmm. people from the front to the back? I don't know. Well, that's what at the end they, he explains that he explains, you know, Seventy five percent of you were supposed to die, and like what some of us were supposed to die, and it's going to be an equal balance. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Okay. okay. So it was planned to do that. Uh, I don't know what you. Would they call were supposed it. to collusion, go revolt, and kill some of them, but they ended up killing too many, so they had to kill Gilliam. Yeah, it seems like your best bet would be like one of those ladies who were like had like their hair being done like on those big things. <laughs> you know they're not getting killed. Oh yeah, they're probably be fine. So that'd be your best bet is to be one of them to live on that car. <laughs> yeah, you get to yeah. see, see all the different carts and it. it I couldn't imagine being on that train because if you want to go to the spot or the the pool because there's also like a little pool area, you have to like walk through people getting haircut people. Uh, yep. The aquarium, uh, this and that. Like, you have to walk miles just to get to the pool. It, it don't seem like miles in the movie, but, uh, I mean, if it's 10 miles, you're walking miles just to get your hair done. Walking miles to go to the aquarium, because the aquarium was pretty early on. So if you're living in the front, <laughs> you're walking through the classroom, you're walking everywhere just, just to get to that aquarium. But yeah, you're making me think about like the line, like that thing they're actually building in like Dubai. Have y'all heard about like the line? Yeah, it's like a whole city. Like they're building a city that's like 150 miles long, and it's just like skinny, like a train, just completely long, and it's like supposed to have like many ecosystems within it and self-sustaining. It's not going to work, but (laughs) they think it's going to work. And that's what I think about with this train is like, I thought that it seems kind of like that kind of system. So I think that there's like, there's a bunch of hair cars that ladies get their hair done at. There's like four of them, like one each two mile radius or whatever. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. They don't show any uh, where any of the rich people actually sleep either. So I know, I was thinking, I wonder about that right. too. Cause, yeah, cause they, 
the the tail had their bunks. Then the yes. next one, or no, next after they fight the guards the first time without the guns, they come across an empty bunk one, and that's oh, yeah. the end of the beds. Oh yeah, right. and they're like everybody left in a hurry. <laughs> Good point. And yeah, like uh, they stay up all night and sniff. Chrome. You just <laughs> drop to the floor and sleep wherever you are. I yeah. guess. <laughs> like at the party, like, you just lay down. Even Wilford, or whatever his name was, didn't have a bed. Mm-hmm. He had a kitchen table and some drawers with stuff in it. And a chair, yeah. Yeah, and, but no bed. Mmm, <laughs> steak. Mmm, <Hungry>. steak. <laughs> that was probably baby, dude. Oh. They, they baby. Well, they no. could they could make, like, they had, like, the fish, and they could add plenty of that, so couldn't they have, like, wildlife in there somewhere, too? They, they didn't explain it, but I'm thinking they had cows somewhere. Yeah. Well, they would have had to, right? Because he had steak. Yeah. Well, that's what Unless I said. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Was you see him hanging from the hooks, and when they walk in, the Oh, yeah, locker. you do. Yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. So they probably so, do have a livestock train. That explains yep, a cattle it. car. Skipped over it. <laughs> didn't film it. Yeah, we couldn't see every 10 miles. We couldn't see every yeah, car. No It'd be a long ass movie. <laughs> and it was, so and, sequels. Yeah, and it was already pretty long too. But they, yeah, um, in the school, you brought up a point when they thought there was no bullets. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. They thought like there's no bullets left in the train. And so they right. thought they were safe. And then the new year eggs come. And when the, they bring the new year egg, it's just basket filled with eggs. <laughs> and then you find she cracks the egg on the girl's head. <laughs> yeah, she's bonk. <laughs> and then yeah, you, but they find the they're just guns. guns and they just start blasting them and yeah, I'm like holy, holy crap there is there is still bullets on this train. But they just, you know, made for emergencies and the back was they didn't think they were a threat. They could rule by fear only. They didn't need the bullets. Yeah, and they got that car separating them from everybody else with all those guards. Yeah. You can't get past the, the gimp chain car <laughs> or whatever. But, uh, yeah, speaking of those eggs, like the egg man that brought those eggs, that ball-headed dude with the baby yeah. blue suit. I don't know if you guys have been watching Barry on HBO, but he really reminded me of NoHo Hank. That's, That's who my wife and I. Yes, right? I mean, he had the same brow, the same mannerisms. It was pretty nice. He's kind of a creepy guy. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Barry, but yeah, that guy was creepy. I think he's just... Victor Zaz in Batman Begins, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Good mm. call. He looks more normal in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this show, Hank, in this show, Barry, he looks insane. Looks mm-hmm. like this looks like this guy, basically, the, the egg guy. Which the I egg thought man. that was a weird choice. Like, what, like... There's, there's raw eggs. Are they hard boiled or like Easter eggs with stuff inside? <laughs> I didn't quite catch the drift of that. Did y'all? No, I think I... it's it was a uh, because they can only eat sushi twice a year. So I think mm-hmm. the chickens only lay eggs on New Year's. Maybe that was my, that's what I thought. I, a lot I of didn't eggs. Know. Yeah, that was <laughs> hundreds of eggs. So, and, and you know the one that the girl or he broke open to read the message. It said blood in it. That was hard boiled, so I figured they're all hard boiled. Mm. Oh, okay. There you go. Right on. Because they feel it, remember, and they're like, "Oh, they're warm. They're still warm." Like, oh yeah, they uh, do. <laughs> yeah. Fresh out the boiling pot. <laughs> Fresh out the chicken's butt. 
They don't mm. come out the butt. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so they yeah go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, so they find the the guns. They kill the majority of the cast right then and there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pretty no. much. And then they he he gets past that point. Um, who comes and saves him? I forget. Um, Nam like Nam. The, the... Him and Nam get to the final door um, after everybody dies, and then is they they don't really name her. She's kind of a stern face assistant to Wilford, mm-hmm. and I don't think she has a name. She comes out and shoots Nam, and we think he's dead, but he's not. And then she invites Curtis inside, and there's a Curtis follows her inside, and that's when we like learn all the stuff in the in the back three. Yeah, he's supposed to have dinner with uh, Wilford, and then Wilford drops you know drops a bomb saying Gilliam was in on the whole thing for we never mentioned Gilliam whatsoever this is the first time his name's coming yeah, up in yeah, this show yeah there's a lot of like <laughs> crucial well I, I brought Gilliam up a little bit earlier but I didn't say he was uh, a good guy I uh, spoiled a little <laughs> bit of the ending but yeah Gilliam was uh, Curtis's friend from the back of the train uh, and he was I guess it was his idea with uh, Wil- Wilfred's, and mm-hmm. I don't know what if they so Wilfred says. Oh yeah, so he says. We don't know if it's true. Because Gillian dies, but that hidden phone in the tail section kind of. Yeah. So yeah, what? He, he, he what, has uh, a way to talk to him. What benefit does Gilliam get besides just? Does he I'm get not handed? sure. I wondered that too. I wondered if maybe like during sleepy time, maybe he like. Get little extras or something, or mm, something. I don't know. I, w- I was wondering that myself, or maybe he's just a dude that likes to live grubby. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or, or he's he's like his number one, or, like follower, like worshiper, maybe. Like yeah, he'll, he'll do, do anything. I'll do anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably more like it. What made me think is because um, Tilda's character, she knows Gillian. At the beginning, when they start talking, they're very familiar mm-hmm. with each other. And that makes yeah. me think that Gillian was from the front of the train at one point. But yeah, I mean, he could have been. Could've well, been. no, because oh, he was in the back. Yeah, because from Cur- the beginning, Curtis would have known because Curtis has been. Oh there yeah, because Curtis has been there. because yeah. Curtis is—he's the one who stops Curtis from eating the Edgar. Oh, as dude. a baby. That was a cool twist. I forgot about it. I hadn't seen this movie in a while. Yeah, so you gotta have a you gotta have a twist. Come on. Yeah. So <laughs> also, Jamie Bell and Tom Holland could be twins in this movie. Dude, those I agree. dudes looked exactly alike. Who's Jamie Bell? That. Edgar. Edgar. Yeah, he looks. I I had to like pull up my iPad and like really look at him. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Uh, I didn't see awesome. it. Yeah, really? they could have been. Uh, they could easily be brothers. Yep, man. But yeah. yeah uh, Wilford's dropping bombs on uh, on Curtis, and uh, now that we know, you know, we explained Gilliam uh, that they're they work together to uh, lower population for the harmony of the train for humanity of the train, and Gilliam, I mean uh, Wilford, is telling Curtis that he should be his successor, that he wants him to be next, and. For a second, you think, oh, like he's he's thinking about it. You can tell he's like kind sure. of thinking about it. Like, wow, like 
Yeah. You know, everybody I know is pretty much dead, and this is what I wanted. And he could run things how he wants, but he has to understand, like, you can't let the population get out of control because then the harmony of the train falls apart. Well, the train's already falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, what, that's what the little boys in there doing what the machine's supposed to be doing. That's what that weird, like, the religious motion is. It's that mm-hmm. the, the little uh, black boy, that's what his job was. It was to reach in there and move that. Just... All, all the time, and over and over. <laughs> yeah, they explained that only people uh, five years y- and old, younger could fit inside of there. Pretty. Yes, sad. this is why Curtis doesn't want to take over because he doesn't want to have to be in charge of this atrocity. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "No, I don't, I'm not. I'm not really. <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling this. <laughs> I'm not a piece of shit, you know. So <laughs> not anymore, anyways. I ate yeah. babies, but now I'm different. Oh right. yeah, I, I've grown up. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Yeah, cause I almost shot my arm off, but I chickened out. Nom's daughter comes running in there. Curtis, Curtis, you know, the match. And he, like, pushes her away. So you think, oh, damn, he's he changed. He's a bad guy now. But then mm-hmm. she opens a hatch, and he sees a kid. And that's when he kind of snaps out of it, I, I feel. Like, oh, yeah. Right? You're right, because he, he was definitely thinking about being in charge. Yeah. And then he does, you know, he's... Uh, he made... Who did he make someone... He made someone chop off their own arm back in the day Gilliam oh Gilliam chopped off his own mm-hmm. arm to save Edgar mm-hmm. as a baby save my arm instead of this baby yeah and then uh, kind of comes Curtis couldn't do it yeah couldn't do it and then it kind of comes hey. back around and he puts his arm in there and I thought it was going to get chopped off but it gets that was, stuck that was no, it, gets chopped off. it gets chopped off oh yeah because he didn't have to stick his arm in there he had well, nothing was, else to stop the machinery. Yeah. yeah. He could have found something. Yeah, but well, it's... In order to get the kid out, though, that's what he had to do. There's no other way to get the kid out. And it's yeah. sentimental because he had to do yeah. this. Yeah. He, he was meant yeah. to lose that arm. Yeah. Movie so magic. Like. <laughs> yeah, he had he, he had to. He had, he had to sacrifice his arm for all the bad stuff he did. Karma. Ah, that's one way to look at it, yeah. Yeah. But hey... Just like in Highlander 2, like, <laughs> the world healed itself during this whole atrocity. So that's what it kind of, like, leads to, right? Yeah. I, don't, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mean to jump the gun, but, yeah, that's what happens here is, like, the world has healed itself, as Nam predicted, that, you know, the world's kind of still cold, but it's livable cold. And yeah, it's melting as he seen the, uh, the, the plane. plane. And he's been tracking was- it for years. That was a really cool. Like, how has he been tracking it for years? He's been in jail, right? Yeah, yeah. I was wondering that <laughs> because he said the last time he saw the plane was ten years ago, and the only thing he saw of the plane was the fin. Oh, mm. okay. Before he got in jail, okay. yeah. And then ten years in prison or jail or whatever, comes out and sees that the snow has melted the plane almost completely. And then there was another few things that he noticed. Um, what was it? He, he noticed the seven that. liters. Oh, yeah, and then, but he's like well aware that the Earth is warming up, uh, and it's when they're in that shootout in that one uh, viewing car or whatever it is. He sees the snow come through, and he's like, "Wait a minute, this right. is just the snowflake." This is just mm-hmm. which it, it in the it flashes back to that, but as it's happening originally, he just looks high. 
Yeah, <laughs> right, because he was. Mm-hmm. He was. But, that, but that, really, that, that he was, was noticing that stuff. That was gnarly. That whole moment. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, you go ahead. What was gnarly? I was going to say, it's gnarly that that guy just shot through the window, not he, he not knowing that it's cooled down. Like, that could have compromised a whole entire train. Uh, and he just didn't care. He just shot through the window. And I was like, I'm so Yep. I'm so happy you brought that up because that was okay. Yep. The main beef that I have with this movie was that scene. You yes. too. <laughs> That's what I was okay. going to say when I let him talk. I was going to say the exact same hey, thing. Hey, we're on the same page. Oh Perfect. <laughs> okay. So let me explain. So you haven't seen this movie. The train is going on a bend, so you can see uh, straight across from the window. You can see the other side of the train, or the not the other side, but the front of the train. And uh, there, towards the front, Curtis and all of his posse, which is so funny to me because they're like miles away from each other. It looks like yeah. you know. And then he like just holds his gun out straight, no strafing. He doesn't do any math. You know, I'm not a mathematician or I'm not very good at math at all. But I know that you got to lead a bullet for it to hit its trajectory. Like I don't know, that bothers the they're crap going out like of me. this too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like pew 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 and like hitting <laughs> you know miles apart I don't know that that's funny and then Chris Evans character Curtis has an Uzi a tiny <laughs> gun like this big and he's managing to hit this dude in the face uh, <laughs> from across the way and I was like dude that is so that dude was a beast though yeah he was, like, he, was. He, just, he was like the undertaker if he was real mm-hmm. <laughs> like did you see that point when he gets stabbed in the back mm-hmm. and he just takes that stands that gun up and leans into it and pushes and it uses out. the gun and uses the gun to push the knife out of his back yeah that was a, cool a part. fucking animal man but what for what though was steve were you gonna say steve about your biggest gripe about the the, the that cart or that scene was what exactly you said yeah um, exactly that and the fact that they were chris evans and then the other guy were like looking at each other for full on like three four seconds and they're ain't they're shooting at each other so I don't see how those bullets worked, A, but most importantly, B, it's freeze it's supposed to be freezing cold outside. So now mm-hmm. these windows are all busted up. So they're supposed to be bringing this atmosphere inside. So things should be happening here oh, yeah. and it's not happening. And <laughs> that that's like really the moment where I like, you know, it, it almost lost me. If we weren't doing a podcast, I might have, <laughs> I might have turned it off at that point. I don't know. Yeah. Me and my wife looked at each other like, okay, we got to really like play the stretch our imaginations here. Oh yeah. yeah, that's where like action movies nowadays are kind of at. They get a little too too much. Where you're like, all right, taking a they're, Ford Fiero to this moon. They're they're uh, <laughs> fantasy movies now instead of just plain action movies. Yeah, they did a funny breakdown of Vin Diesel actually being a superhuman. Oh my god, yeah, that was so funny. It's hilarious. They do, like, all the scenes where he has superhuman abilities. Yeah, and they break it down down into, like, math. They're like, okay, he he moved this car, so that means this car weighs this much. That means Vin Diesel can... You know, and he moved it with ease without moving, like scooting back. So that means he's able to lift this much. Mu- or, and it's it's crazy. He turns out to be, uh, you know, Spider-Man. He's Superman. <laughs> Where he breaks the whole parking garage by stomping on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I haven't seen a, a Fast and Furious movie since, I don't even know, Tokyo Drift. I've seen them all. 
machine. The only one I've seen is Tokyo Drift. That's the only one I've seen. I've seen That's the worst one. I've seen it's one. I've seen number one. one. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't really like car movies, I guess. But I got one more tidbit for you guys. Speaking of superheroes, this is the movie. Do you know that the shawarma scene in Avengers when Chris Evans has to hold the fake chin on? You ever hear about that? No. No. That's why he can't talk because he's got a prosthetic chin. Why does he have a prosthetic chin? Because he was contractually uh, forced to have a beard because he was oh. filming this movie. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, that's <laughs> funny. So that's he wild. had to put a fake, a fake face on him, but he just couldn't talk or move or it would fall off. So oh. in that scene, at the, or the end credit scene, he just says, Maybe I should mm-hmm. do that. Put $50 a... million dollar chin, right? Exactly. That's pretty funny, though. It's funny uh, hearing him cuss. Because Captain America doesn't swear. Yeah, he does. He, he does says, this is America's ass. Oh my gosh, that's not good. And what did else he say? <laughs> Damn it, or something. And I can't call him out. <laughs> I love that character. Right, um, we didn't even break the end. The end, they they blow up the. Oh yeah. Blow up the gate with the chrono because cr- they put the chrono together like C four, and they end up blowing the side of the. <laughs> The train open. Well, well, the train up. Yeah. The train. Oh yeah. The, well, I guess it, it, the whole everything self destructs. <laughs> I guess I got yeah. one more little tidbit that I learned was the the Nam's daughter and that little boy are the only two to survive. Mm-hmm. He, I was producer, wondering about that. If Curtis the survived or not? Nope. The producer says everyone but those two survived, and they're supposed to go on and repopulate the earth. So Good luck silly. with that polar bear right I there. Know. Exactly. <laughs> that was going to be my next thing. It's like they, they, he, the daughter of um, the dude who name's Yona, I think. He, he learned everything from the Eskimo woman that went on. Well, everything from his wife, you find out, right? Her, her daughter. But that never explains that if he taught any, anything to her. Just well, to survive, he kind of yeah, did. Yeah, that could he have? What? And that was the other thing. Like those two kids were born on the train. They don't know what the outside is, <laughs> but now they're supposed to climb this mountain, fight a polar bear, and then repopulate the planet. She's younger that... than seventeen because she's been in that in that like sleep cell for like ten years. So really, she has the brain of like a seven year old. Actually, yeah. <laughs> And then yeah. she, she didn't get the schooling from the other train. Mm-mm. So she yeah, and she, she like you were saying she didn't get taught by her dad either. If she did, it wasn't much because they're just doing drugs and <laughs> sleeping all the time. Dang, they're just, they're screwed. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but well, I mean, um, they made a TV show out of this. I know there's a couple seasons of a TV show, and I don't know if the TV show was like a prequel or a sequel or what. Do you I, guys know that? I, I haven't seen it. Me so I haven't seen it, but I, like I was digging in last night, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a spinoff, but then they screwed it up because they named the train Snowpiercer, nope. same as the train they're in already. Okay, womp womp. And, and then Mr. Wilford is a is a Sean Bean in the TV show. Not, oh, cool. Uh, what's his face? Ed Harris. Ed Harris. That's pretty cool. I'll have to check it out because I did enjoy the movie overall. Uh, what would you guys rate it? 
on the potato meter. Yeah, um, potato I meter. I really like that movie, but um, I, I don't want to go first. I'm shy. I go eighty two. Eighty two. Eighty two. We we rank it so we mm-hmm. we drive our name from Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It's you a said spoof. It. I said it, and I always yell at them. I'm you so not be no, you can't say it. it. <laughs> but 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 uh, that's the so we're now we're ranking it like mm-hmm. they do. But we're the yeah potato meter instead of the memo meter. I was prepared <laughs> for that. I listened, I listened to the uh, the parasite episode. I was prepared. Um, at first, I was thinking to give this thing a seventy-five, but then I realized that's like a C plus, C minus. I was like, it deserves better than that. So I'm gonna say eighty. Eighty. Whoa. Yep. I'll go. I'll give Just it a C. Be- which is, what are you going? Yeah. What number C? Seventy. 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 Dude. Yeah. Hmm. I, was, I, I was gonna go. Uh, I was gonna go in the eighties too, but yeah, I'll go eighty three. Dang. This might be that's the highest. That's the highest score. Yeah. It's a. It's pretty high pretty good scoring movie because I mean I thought Parasite was gonna you know kind of be one of the perfect movies that we uh, reviewed but Travis gave it a 60 65 65. I heard 65 yeah my bad alright and now we're moving on to the uh, draft of the best on, on the draft we're doing best Graphic novels turned TV or movies. And since Steve the draft is games. our guest, he can go have the number one overall pick. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll go with the one that I the one that I think is the most in danger of you guys being on y'all's list. The rest of these, I think I'm safe. Um, the first pick I chose, The Sandman by Neil Gaiman, ooh, became ooh. a um, Netflix series. Not the best Netflix series, but it visually it was fantastic. It was, it was actually really, really cool. I didn't I didn't finish it, but I, I got through most of it. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Mm. Yeah, so what I think I that saw. was solid. I liked it a lot. That's my uh, first draft pick. Okay, Majority I'll go movies. second. Uh, I'm going to go with Image. Uh, they had a graphic novel that just recently came out on Amazon Prime, I think last year. Is invincible. Ooh, I knew it. Yep. I, I can't wait for season two, dude. Oh man, it it it's I've, close to perfect for me when it comes to like them adapting the graphic novel into a show. They didn't change much. They but they shortened it just just sweet enough that it was it fit perfect. They didn't have to uh, butcher it much to try to fit it into ten episodes. Um. I guess I'll go next, and uh, I'm gonna just point out the obvious one and say Watchmen. I, yeah, I knew yep. you were gonna pick that. <laughs> Watchmen's so good. That that's another one that's really like close to the source material. The movie, the TV show, the movie. I never saw, but the movie is really close to the graphic novel. I'm gonna go. I've, with heard, Scott de- I've heard decent. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. <laughs> go yeah. ahead. I was just gonna say I've heard decent things about the show. It didn't get renewed, but I've heard it wasn't bad. But I, I've tried to watch the first episode and didn't love it. Where I love the movie a lot, so I don't know. Watchmen though, solid. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I didn't watch the uh, show. 
but the movie, yeah, the movie was great. All right, now I'm gonna go. It's Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, you! Ooh, <laughs> perfect. I, I have that on my list too. <laughs> All right. Too bad. Too so, bad. Yeah, I gotta mark that off. Bye. Which Next. is also super loyal to the comic, so it's overall good. Great casting, everything. I loved it. Uh, I've never read it, but I did. Like I read a lot of it. I mean, they're redoing like they were. They're redoing an animated version, bringing back mm-hmm. the whole original oh, cast from the movie. Yep, can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm excited. Do you know where it's going to be released, or is it just talks? Right I now? can't. HBO Netflix, Max, maybe. Was it Netflix? I think it's a Netflix series. Yeah. Okay. It'll be like oh. a series, not a movie. I'm going to check that That'd out cool. for sure. And they're following. And they're following the graphic novel. I think faithfully. Cool. The OG cast. That's cool. Yeah. I guess I was next in that same vein. Um... I picked uh, Ghost World, which derived from the graphic novel Eight Ball, which I absolutely adored Ghost World so much. Like, it was an indie film when it came out, and my wife and I drove to D.C. to see it. Like, we live in Richmond, so it was like a two-hour drive to go see a movie and then a two-hour drive to come home. That's how bad I wanted to see this movie. So, yeah, I got to pick Ghost World. But it was worth it, huh? Yes. Well, I mean, I guess. I don't know. It was a movie. (laughs) (laughs) The guy with the mullet and the mustache... I, like my girlfriend loves that movie too and I walked in on her watching it and that guy just stood out so much to me I don't even know his name but I was like that character's cool <laughs> like there's a mullet and a mustache yeah and he's just punching air and like he's just has a shorty dude yeah, yeah he's just wild mustache mullet cool is guy. a good combo yeah <laughs> watch the movie ghost world yeah, I'm, yeah I'll check it out I watched it when I was a kid but I haven't watched it it's, it's a solid rewatch. Time. It aged it aged perfectly. It's great. Oh really? yeah, my turn. Um sorry. Uh <clears throat> I'm gonna go Flashpoint Paradox. Okay. I don't think I'm familiar with Never that. Never heard one. of it. So uh, DC. It's yeah, DC. The Flash uh kinda tries to fix his present time, but he runs so fast it kinda fractures time. And he thinks he fixes it, but He's just he just made a different reality and now like oh, Bruce Wayne Bruce instead of Bruce Wayne's parents dying uh Bruce uh Bruce Wayne dies and his dad is Batman and uh it's, it's and his mom is Joker yeah and his mom is Joker because she goes crazy okay. for losing a child and it, it's really good and it's kind of dark but and uh, it's also what uh, recreates uh, the DC comics with the new Fifty Two begins because of that oh yeah. But yeah, Flashpoint Paradox is is my number two. Sounds like I should do that on Sweet Shot of Time. Sounds like my kind of show. Oh yeah, it's it's great. Oh, yeah. The the DC anime movies are really good. Right on. Much better right. than the movies. I'm gonna go with Sin City. Sin City. Yep. yep. I knew that was gonna be on Very your solid. Too. <laughs> what? Come on. I'm not what? that predictable. Did oh, you watch I, the I just one? know what you like. No, I read the comic of the second one and I didn't even enjoy it that much. So the movie, the second movie was crap, but the first one's really good. Yeah, the first one, the cast is perfect, in my opinion. I love that. Jessica movie. Alba just looking hot. <laughs> Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman wasn't that too. Looking hot, by the way. Ron yeah, Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> was wait, was Ron Perlman the main the main guy? With like the bandages no. on his face. Okay. He was one of the main guys, but the main guy I believe was 
uh, Josh Brolin. I love Josh yeah. Brolin too. He's amazing. Thanos. Cable. But yeah, you got Bruce Willis before. Well, you know that disease got him. Mm-hmm. That's sad. I'm gonna be so mm-hmm. bummed. Oh wait, he has dementia. He uh, yeah. had dementia. dementia. And yeah. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> All right, All right anyway. my second pick <laughs> is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You love mm. that. The world hates that movie, but I love it. That is so <laughs> weird. It's so good. I, it's so corny. It's perfectly corny, in my opinion. It's, it's, it's great. Hmm. And it brings I've... in a lot of the like, the folklore from England. Uh, Van Helsing's wife, uh, the Invisible Man, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. That's kind of cool. And then I didn't, Quartermain. I haven't watched it since it came out, so maybe that's why. I just, in, in my head, it's awesome. But if I rewatch it, it might not be. Yeah, that's uh, probably what's going to happen. Well, <laughs> I, I still love it. I won't rewatch it because in, in my head, it's freaking sick. I'm always a fan of yet. Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde. I love them. Like, I think the perfect or my favorite Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde is from Van Helsing. You guys seen that movie? Yeah. With I have, but I, it hasn't stuck with yeah. me. Hmm. That you should check out that scene. It's awesome. He's a, oh, it's the cartoon part. No. It's the it's like a CGI. It's a dude who turns into Doctor Doctor Jackal, Mister Hyde, in that tower, the bell part, and uh, that's at the beginning. One on one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So good. Anyway, sorry. All right, Steve, number three. Okay, there was a graphic novel, like the late 80s. It was called The Big Book of Hell. Later became The Really Big Book of Hell. There was a certain character in there with a crazy haircut that later became known as Bart Simpson. That show became (laughs) The Simpsons. So I'm going with The Big Book of Hell and Simpsons. Really? I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Matt Groening, yes. He he was a a comic artist for a long time, and created Bart huh. Simpson out of the big book of hell and then went on to sell the Simpsons. Oh my so God. that was the one that I was like, yeah, I got a great one. Yeah, that yeah. is a great one. So I, did, I, did, I thought that, because I know it originally aired on HBO, right? Tracy Ullman show. That's right. Tracy Ullman. Yep. But I thought mm-hmm. that's where it originated. I didn't realize it came from uh, a comic book. That's cool. Yeah. I'm yep. going to look into that now. That's all. Cause yeah, I, big I, book of hell. I love uh, the Simpsons and we're all from Oregon. So I and I live next to, uh, I, I love the Simpsons and I forgot their hometown. Springfield, Springfield, yeah, uh, Springfield. But if you go to Spring- Shelbyville, Shelbyville, <laughs> yeah. If you go to Springfield, it's Samsonite co- covered in like it, all the alleys are covered in characters. So there's like characters of uh, the Simpsons all over Springfield in Oregon. It's it's really it's kind of creepy but really cool. Because they're, they're every everywhere you go, there's a new character you can find, and some are like hidden, and is I love it. Sounds like a field trip. Yeah, yeah I'd love that. Heck yeah. Oh uh, my my third pick. Oh. Um. Movie I did TV show movie. Okay, I'm gonna do another anim. Actually, I'll do a live action since both of mine are animated. I'm gonna go with the mask. Hey, good pick. That was, that was my number one back. Smoking. Mine got smoking. Taken. 
I watched that movie so many times as a kid. Oh yeah. But not because of Jim Carrey, because of you know Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Really? <laughs> Dude, I oh my gosh, Hard Eyes. That was like one of my first like big celebrity crushes. Was Cameron Diaz in that movie? I I uh, just yeah. watch it for yeah. You know, he's like uh, antics. Yeah, I'm older than you guys, so my my son's. 27 now and he was really into the mask too so i had to watch it over and over and over again so i remember it well hey at least it wasn't the second one yeah exactly <laughs> we did have to watch the cartoon a lot though which was awful oh, oh man. yeah i forgot that cartoon yeah all right for my pick um i'm gonna go with since travis took my scott pilgrim i'll just go with <laughs> ann rice's interview with the vampire Solid. Yeah, is that a yeah. graphic novel? Yeah. That's just a novel. It's a novel that became a graphic novel that became <laughs> a movie that became a okay. show. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I didn't Thank know you. there was a graphic novel. It works. You no, know, I don't read much. I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. I can't. I may not be a smart man. I know what love is. I know what a... <laughs> Thank you. And Travis, you're last straight? Or... Yep. Yeah. I'm going with The Tick. The Tick? Oh, yes. <laughs> that, that was on my list. Yes. The original one with Patrick Warburton. Right on. The original with Ben Edlin. Come on now. <laughs> the guy who wrote The Tick. He's the, he's oh. the guy who wrote The Tick. <laughs> oh, no, I used to because I have a huge man crush on Patrick Warburton. Oh, I love I love everything that dude's in. He's so funny to me. Wait, was was he the guy that was in uh, Office Space? Who's played the neighbor, or was that somebody else? I think so. There's big. He has he like a, he has like a twin. He has like a twin that looks like him. That's also an actor. That's funny. Huh. Lucky. No, no, not, like a, not a real twin, but there's like another oh. actor who's like oh, a looks like him. <laughs> who's like a type. Who's like a, a you know a type of that. that, that you, are you thinking the guy from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond plays a brother? Yes, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking of. <laughs> got it. <laughs> oh, you do your research, don't you, Travis? <laughs> I watch a lot of movies and TV. <laughs> I know a lot of actors' names. Yeah, that guy's uh, hilarious. Brad am. Garrett. Wow. I'm terrible with names, and that's why we have you. Yeah, <laughs> not the only reason though. Okay, to cut to cover all the lists, uh, Steve's we got number one draft pick, Sandman, Ghost World, and the Big Book of Hell. It's a good list. And then uh, Roy, we have Watchmen, Sin City, and Interview with the Vampire. And then mine well, is. Uh, Invincible, Flashpoint, Paradox, and Mask. And I didn't catch your first one, Travis. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and The Tick. I love them all. Yeah, I think everyone's listening to me. Good, good, but good battle on the gram. I'm most interested mm-hmm. in The Big Book of Hell, though. Yeah, yeah that that's a new one to me. I didn't know that was a... Now, don't get Even excited. Bart Simpson shows up, like, very little, very little. The main character is this rabbit named Bongo. But Bart Simpson, if you if you look in the panels, he's there a bunch of times. And Matt Groening, like, points to that big book of hell. That's the birth 
of the Simpsons. So that's what I stand by is Matt Groening's words. <laughs> <laughs> is that's he still yellow? cool though? Yeah, that's I think that's why I'm excited. It's just the connection is awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, do you guys have any uh, or can I know you guys' backups? Like your backup picks if you had any? Yep, I had a I had a bunch. Oh yeah, you had ten. So let me go first if you had ten. <laughs> uh, my, I bet you they're they're around the same. Planet Hulk. No, no. no oh, I love Planet Hulk. I and was gonna go Marvel, but Umbrella Academy. Solid. Those were my two uh, backups. Well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you you had what you had, huh? Dude, I woke up from a nap and I came in and I was like, let's do this. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're the late researcher. Yeah. Um, I've only got two. I've only got two also. And um, they're pretty obvious if you know me. Game of Thrones and Wheel of Time, which are both books that became graphic novels that became TV shows. And those are great picks, too. I am shocked that you guys didn't get these. Hellboy. I had more, but these are the ones I were my top. So, like, I knew Hellboy. Oh, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's Hellboy, V for Vendetta, Kick-Ass, The Losers. Then I had The Mask and Watchmen. Yeah. I knew... Travis, I applaud you. I applaud you. Like, all your picks are super solid. So good. They're, like, right out of my head. (laughs) Yeah, so V for Vendetta, I was going to pick. Okay. And then... You said another... Oh, Hellboy, but uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Hellboy, so I didn't put it down i like the new one actually with david harbour i haven't seen seen it it. i haven't seen it either like that ron perlman again yeah yeah and and i prefer the second one one of those over the first one the the golden circle or something like that something like that i forget Ah, it's good movies though i liked them underrated in my opinion and then i didn't i was gonna put v for vendetta on mine but i was positive one of you guys was going to choose it, and it didn't get yeah. chosen. <laughs> it's one of my, one of my favorite I, movies, so that's why I was going to choose it. But I, I was just stuck with, uh, you know, I love comic books, so I just stuck with uh, Marvel DC. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about too. Alan Moore or um, Frank Miller. Didn't even consider either <laughs> one of them. So that's my loss. Either way, I, everybody had solid picks, I feel like. Uh, I mean, I, mine was more for children, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, Steve, thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah man. It was fun. Thank you for having me. Very fun. Glad I met you guys. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and if you could uh, just tell us what you have going on and uh, give us your handles, if if you have them on the top of your head, so people could know oh, yeah. how to find of you. Of course. And I, do the, I do this every week, of course. Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> My band is Intro Void. I'm on Instagram at intro.void. And then my music is available everywhere um, that you can find music. Um, I put out a single about every month or so. I just put out one in April. Um, I covered the theme song to Dark um, in honor of starting my podcast, Doing Dark. So I have a, a, my newest single is called Apparat's Goodbye. Um, I think it's pretty good. I like it. It's real moody. Mm-hmm. Um, then my podcast is a weekly thing, Sweet Child of Time. We've already talked about it here, and we recap Dark, and we'll be doing that. We're recapping Wheel of Time, and then we'll probably start recapping um, Flashpoint Paradox, because that really caught my <laughs> oh, ear. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I'd yeah. be definitely, like, I, yeah. I mean, I already, I'm already listening to Dark 
one because I'm interested in watching dark, but I feel like I just I don't have the time, but I drive for a living, so I just listen listen to it through you guys now just to get it. But yeah, if you guys cover Flashpoint, that'd be amazing. Sounds interesting. I hope I like it. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh, but um, yeah, think. Oh, you got anything else? What are we gonna do the quotes? Oh yeah, oh, we, we I end, forgot about that. Sorry, yeah, we end off a good call. A movie, movie quote. But I'm not going first. Yeah, I always I brain fart because I forget. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I wasn't aware we were doing this. Uh, you don't. Yep. You don't have <laughs> well, to. Yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. if you don't want to. If, if oh, you of, course can of course, I'm gonna play along. Come okay. on. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but now you have to think of one on the top of your head, huh? I had a Google. <laughs> um, dink, dunk, looks dink, like dunk. I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. What's that? Uh, always sunny. Air, airplane. Oh, oh, man. I freaking love airplane. Airplane is hilarious. I just watched uh, Airplane 1 and 2 the other day, too. All right, Steve. Oh, I got one. We yeah. were. Yeah, we were just talking about this on my podcast just last night. Um, when you grow old, you die inside. Anybody oh, yeah. remember that one? Yeah, what was that? Uh, what What the fuck? I swear I just oh. watched that. <laughs> you got it, dude. Come on, you, you got it. you grow old, you die inside. Gosh dang it. This was a quote from the movie. We just... No. Oh, my goodness. You're driving me crazy. Just tell me. I know it. It's Breakfast Club. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> now you're thinking that, of a different quote. You were thinking. I am. Oh. I think I, I heard it from um, Freaks and Geeks. They probably stole it from. Okay. That. Oh. Yeah. Breakfast Club was first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it kind of has the same vibe a little bit. Yeah. Bunch of losers <laughs> in high school. Yeah. <laughs> hey, some of those kids weren't losers, right? Yeah. Um, so with, um, oh, that's you? No, no, that's a good quote. <laughs> but that's, I was just going to go with, uh, get the corn out of my face. <laughs> Nacho, Nacho Libre. I have I not quoted that yet? I'm going to uh, go with... I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. It's one of my favorites. I'm a Jack Black guy, too. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it's it. a, one of my favorite Jack Black movie, uh, movies, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and... and... For next week's movie, <laughs> you brought oh, you, you gotta get one. Yeah, yeah, Roy's gotta get a quote in. Oh, he didn't go. Oh, my bad, my bad. Anyways, that's yeah. the end. Of the, I'm just. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Dumb and Dumber. Uh, according to the map, we've only gone four inches. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta rewatch Dumb and Dumber because Travis just quoted that like last uh, last episode, I think, or the episode before that. The episode before. Yeah, it's quotable. All right, so Travis, go ahead now. Um, you brought it up earlier, Steve. Our w- next week's movie is going to be Guardians of Galaxy 3. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, we're going to go watch it this Thursday and then record um, that Friday. Yeah, that Friday. But, yeah, we Michael switched it last minute just because uh, it was I, – I guess it was just fresh. We, need, we haven't done a new movie. We usually just do older movies. Mm-hmm. Switch it up. You'll get a lot of hits on that one. I bet you will. Yeah, I hope so. so. 
Yeah, you want to um, cash us out, Travis? Yep. All right. You guys can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify by searching the Baptist Pod. Find us on Instagram at at Baptist Pod, Twitter at the Bad Potatoes underscore, and on YouTube at at Bad Potatoes Podcasts. And thanks for listening to another episode of The Bad Potatoes. And Steve, thank you for joining us. It was a pleasure. Yep, it was real fun. It was actually. Thank you, Tater Tots. Appreciate it. <laughs> Peace out. Hey guys, it's Michael, Roy, and Travis with The Bad Potatoes Podcast. We talk about movies, pop culture, and TV, but mostly movies. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify by searching The Bad Potatoes Pod. You can also find us on Instagram at Bad Potatoes Pod, on Twitter at the Bad Potatoes Pod underscore, and on YouTube at Bad Potatoes Podcast. Please comment, follow, listen, subscribe, and don't forget to smash the potato that like button. We appreciate it.